Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Lubbock Sports Medicine, a great team of doctors. I was in there this week, by the way, and talking to them about sponsorship for the Hall of Honor, but I didn't get to see anybody. You know, it's the way when you go to see doctors and you just walk in, you don't get to see them. But uh, anyway, they're a great team. They probably have helped y'all. They've helped Texas Tech and all of our athletes around here, but they help everybody if, you're, if you're hurt. Is this our last spot for a second? Nope. Oh. Well, I'm my, gonna ask Matt about his injuries, but we can come well, back. Yeah, M- Mighty Wash is the other one, and they're, they're the Texas Tech Car Wash. All the coaches—that's where they go. That's where we go too. To my, I was at Mighty Wash yesterday too. I just we had a shower this morning, so people that yeah goes go to Mighty Wash. Go to Mighty Wash. Injuries? You ever had any? Oh yeah, I've had plenty of them. What's your, uh, what's your best one? My best one? Yeah. <laughs> your your favorite one. injury? I yeah. tore my Achilles. If you can top oh, wow. that. Yeah, as an old man, he did. As an old man. (laughs) He's stretching. We're doing our show over to the other station, and he's going to play the alumni softball game or whatever it is for Monterey. And he's standing at the door, and he's kind of stretching a little bit. And that morning, he went into first and blew it out. Two hours later. Oh, man. (laughs) But I did stretch. Now, back to you, Matt. (laughs) Not that good. You need to do dynamic stretching, not static, before you get What does that mean? Static. You got a static is where you hold it, hold yeah. the stretch. Yeah, dynamic is where you stretch and then relax, stretch, relax, stretch, relax. So do see they always thought told us to stretch and hold it. Is that no, not right? Afterwards, after workout, before if you want, that's gonna get you. That's probably why you tore your Achilles. Well, where you were it. you when we needed you? I was. I'm always been around. I'm always phone available. Phone call. <laughs> we're gonna give out your number later for folks if you need some stretching yeah. tips. Call that. <laughs> uh, injuries? I've had, uh, I broke my ankle riding a bike pretty bad before I was supposed to go to the Air Force Academy. Right, whose to, fault was it? Uh, it was my dad's fault. Ooh. I mean, it was my Would you fall over it, or what was, happened? I wanted to go to the gym to train, but they wouldn't let me, so um, I decided to go for a bike ride. So you snuck off? I didn't sneak off, but. So if your like, dad had driven you down there, you wouldn't have broken your ankle? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't my parents' fault. I, yeah. Uh, did you but fall I, over? I was racing happened? my brother. I was racing my brother. We we got to this one mile loop, and I said, "All right, you know, you go left, I'll go right. Whoever gets back here first wins." Yeah. And uh, I was going way too. F- I, my little brother, I can never let him beat me in, in no. anything. <laughs> no. You know how that is, yeah. right? What's his name? Uh, Joe. 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 He's he was a great player too. Shooter played at UC Davis and. Okay. Um, but anyways. Wait, well, go back. You blamed it on your dad originally. Yeah. But I don't see where <laughs> well, your dad's at fault. Well, because well, you asked me whose fault was it, so then I was just like, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I wanted to go train at this at the gym, but he said, no, you're not going to train because we had some chores to do. So I didn't have time to go to the gym to train. So later in the day, after the chores were done, I couldn't go to the gym anymore because yeah. the guy I was going to work out dad. with. Because my dad, so yeah. I decided to go for a bike ride. Okay. There, there you have it. <laughs> and that's the worst injury? Well, I had hip surgery oh. in college uh, before I came to Texas Tech. had shoulder surgery two years ago. Uh, nothing Pretty well like. just paste and glue, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've torn every labrum in my butt. <laughs> have you my really? Butt. Yeah. Uh, He's breaking right. down. No, I feel great. 
<laughs> you do? Oh, yeah. I feel, I've been actually doing a hyperbaric chamber a yeah. little bit. You guys heard of that? Yeah, oh, I've seen it. 100%. Oxygen. Yeah. Oxygen, yeah, I think it's Would a claustrophobe have much luck in there? No, mm-hmm. you have no you luck. Like no it, chance no. at all. Well, <laughs> I can't even hardly look at it. We can lock you in there and you can't no, get out. No. Uh-uh, see? He they, can't uh, stand it. Uh, <laughs> they got bigger ones. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if that would be a good idea. Yeah. You get in, the, get in the tub with ice in it? I do the cold tub as much as I can, too. It helps me a lot. And it hurts. Oh, yeah. It really and, In Turkey, they just put a garbage can and they just fill it with ice just uh-huh. all the way up. And it's... uh. I mean, it's the coldest thing. I don't. I don't know how. I started to get used to it, but guys just go in there. You feel it. You can't even feel your your legs at all. <laughs> Sounds like a good. When he paused, I thought we were in trouble. <laughs> no, <here>. well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, were you... Don't get too descriptive. Too much okay. information. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's I, you know, that's good. I know you you do what you got to do to keep going. It's you know, it's basketball is a hard game to keep going in. It's hard on your body. It is hard just, on your body. Just the wood. Um, some wood's better than others. Yeah. It's, you know, some, sometimes, it, yeah, it's just a lot of pounding. I'm not going to be able to play this We wood. don't want to ignore Andrew. Any injuries, Andrew? Uh, no major injuries. No, I take care of my body. And also, <laughs> my body's a temple. Also, I logged a lot less minutes in tech, so it was, uh, it was easy to You don't get healthy. hurt on the bench. That's right. Yeah. Unless somebody dies for a ball or something. That's right. It's hard to get hurt on the bench. <laughs> Well, you could fall off of it. <laughs> yeah, you could. You can get hurt in practice, I guess. Yeah. They let you practice with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right. How many tickets? He's a good player. We... He is a good player. Yeah. I know. We're just... no, he, he always was. gives everybody else grief. I was going to give him some back. I yeah. know. And usually I'm giving him grief. I don't know why. I just no, he wouldn't that. have come down here if he wasn't expecting some grief. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, uh, tickets. How many have they sold? Are we going to fill the bottom of the yeah, arena? So, well, they're going to push the baseline seats into the wall, so it's just going to be sideline seats in the lower bowl. Um, if the TV, if the game were today, like right now, it would already be a top five uh, attended game in TBT history. Ooh. So attendance Man. have been really, really good. We've been pleased, um, but obviously we still have a few more days to to you know fill it up even more. But you know it makes it easy. Guys like Matt yeah. Mooney playing, Tariq Owens, Davide Moretti. It Everybody makes wants it easy. To see yeah. People want to where, come. Where out. do we pick up our press passes? I have it. <laughs> I'll send you a link. Okay. Yeah. You send me a link. Yeah. Now I got you covered. All right. But we start training camp today. First practice is today at 10 o'clock. Uh, it will be a closed practice, but um, yeah, we're excited to get started. And you're practicing where? At the Womble. Oh, that's a nice place. Yeah. That's and that's great. what's funny seeing some of these older players come back and they're they're like, now what? Yeah, really? Like they get all mad, thinking, "Man, I wish I had this when I was here." Yeah, it's pretty, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I can't even really believe is. we have that. Had they started it when you were here? You didn't work out in it, did you? No, they had started it. They okay. broke ground, I think, my year. All right, so the first game, y'all's first game is July the 19th. Yep. Wednesday, 8 p.m. And you're just starting practice today for the first time on yes, the 15th. Sir. Yes. How many practices will you have? Four? We'll probably have four five. or five, yeah, which is normal for a tournament like this. I mean, yeah. even the NBA Summer League, they have two practices before they play, but these are professionals. They know how to play. We'll put them in the right spots, and we'll do well. We'll Here hopefully they... give Matt some freedom. Yeah. You, will oh, you yeah. be a starter? I think so, yeah. <laughs> if you're not, will you walk out? Oh, yeah. I'm out of here. He's, he's transferring. This makes sense. He's going into the portal. Put on the UT stuff. Noted. Yeah. 
Well, that's uh, man, this is really exciting. And this is a million dollar payout, right? Oh, yeah. For the winning team. Yeah. There's a million reasons to play hard. So. A million or nothing, right? Yeah. Winner take all. So we get second place, you go home with nothing. So guys will play hard because they're, they're playing for. Yeah. And we can watch money. them on TV. Yeah. The, the Lubbock Regional will all be streamed on ESPN. It's ESPN broadcasted. ESPN Plus? Yes, ESPN okay, Plus. If we make Everybody it to, in Lubbock has that. Now. Yeah, exactly. They do. Um, if we make it to Louisville, it'll be ESPN 2. That game will be. And then from there, it'll be ESPN or ESPN 2. That'd be great. Yeah. All Assuming, right. yeah. All right. You played for Beard, right? Sure did. Was Adams around? Yeah. Okay, both of them are back in coaching. Mm-hmm. You got any good Adams or Beard stories? Um. Yeah. I do. I'm trying to think what's the best. Actually, I got a good story involving We'd this guy right the worst, here. But well, uh, since Drew's here, I'll tell this one. Oh, good. Um, there was a. I gotta try to tell this stuff quick. Usually, I, I, I t- tend to uh, ramble. Sometimes, my girlfriend tells me that. Um, <laughs> you gonna shut up? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were. Uh, Coach wanted the seniors to plan a a dinner for the team following practice. So, you know, we were getting everybody together to plan this dinner for t- the team, build team chemistry, right? We're trying yeah. to we're trying to win the Big Twelve, yeah. so it's important. Chemistry is important, and so there was a there was a girl who we're friends with, Shanae. If you're listening, Shanae, this, shout out to you, uh, who had a birthday party the same day that we were planning on doing this team dinner. Okay. So Shanae invited us to the birthday party. I told Shanae, I said, we're going to have a team dinner. I probably can't make it. Drew said he was going to go to the birthday party <laughs> instead of the team dinner. And Norrance did as Good well. Good bonding thing. <laughs> Odiasi did too. Odiasi did as well, as well, if I remember correctly. It wasn't that we were choosing the birthday party over hey, the dinner. Hey, we were they just didn't saying, ask this your story. Hey, this yeah. ain't your story. <laughs> it's your story, big boy. <laughs> yeah, move the mic away. From the truth. So, uh, <laughs> Moretti as well was invited said, hey, I got team dinner. Team dinner is more important than the, than the birthday party, yeah. right? So, Obviously. anyways, we get done with film, and Coach Beer goes, all right, you, y'all have fun at team dinner. And uh, Tim McAllister says, yeah, team dinner's canceled. And Beard's like, what do you, what do you mean, team dinner's canceled? canceled. <laughs> he, and he goes, well, some guys couldn't make it. <laughs> couldn't and, make and, it. <laughs> Beard says, couldn't make it. You know, what's more important than team dinner? And he's he's asking, you know, who, who can't make team dinner? And silent for <laughs> nobody. Raises their hand. It's it's Drew and Norris, if uh, if I remember correctly. And nobody's saying anything because you don't want to face it. Finally, Drew goes, you know, raise his hand. He said, "I can't make team dinner." <laughs> and uh, Bear's like, "Well, well, why not?" He says, "I got a birthday party." <laughs> so. So Beard is is livid and uh, he's going at Drew and they're arguing and you know Drew would would kind of you know, talk talk back to him a little. Do you bit. defend yourself? Hey, look, this is his story. Okay. I mean, he, can, <laughs> he can tell whatever version he likes. But I remember specifically Beard saying, uh, "I w- I won't swear on here. I, I don't." Yeah, you don't swear anyway. Yeah, no. you just got baptized. Only sometimes when I. Uh, <laughs> In, in the game the situation. Yeah. But uh, Beard and Andrew are, are arguing with each other, and Beard says, you know, Drew, someday when you're in coaching, I'm going to schedule your your butt, and I'm going to kick your butt. 
Something like that. Yeah, he chose a profession for me and then told me how bad he was going to beat me at that profession. Yeah. <laughs> and then Drew says, I don't even want to coach. <laughs> so, so I'll I'll turn, Fred, I'll turn out like you. <laughs> but then the good, the, the funny part was the next day at practice, after practice, he says, all right, everybody go to the whatever, the meal room. Film room. The film room and... So after practice, we're walking to the film room and there's music playing and then we get to the film room. There's birthday hats and birthday cake. And he's, he so says, his idea he was... He says, everybody's invited to my birthday party. You know, <laughs> Drew, welcome to my birthday party. His idea was the fact that I chose a birthday party over team dinner. So then he made yeah. team dinner a birthday party and he had four birthday cakes laid out. Everybody was wearing a party hat. And it, was just a <laughs> That's big, good. it was just a big joke. Or back to whose birthday it was. What was her name? Shanae. Is this sweet Shanae or crazy Shanae? Why did you choose Shanae over the team? Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, Shanae's great. Shanae was just like a, a friend of everyone on the team, and just a nice person. And we were all invited to her birthday. And the idea was, it was actually Brandon Francis who scheduled the team dinner. Yeah. And we told Brandon Francis, we're like, hey, there is a birthday party that half the team's invited to. Let's just do team dinner like at five o'clock instead of six o'clock, so we can do both. Yeah, and then Brandon was just like, "Ah, don't let screw him. it. Don't let I'm him. just gonna tell Tim McAllister we're canceling it." So uh, there was just I, a miscommunication. Did Odiase have time own for up? both? Did he own up? And were you the only one that Odiase was was scared, so he didn't own up <laughs> until <scared>. later. <laughs> um, but but really, the yeah, the moral of the story is yeah, better communication. But even till even. Like up to today, I have a birthday and Beard will text me, happy birthday. I'll, he'll say, I'll never forget our birthday party that we threw for you. I'm yeah. like, all right. It's funny. All right, would you do it the same way again? Um, I would, yeah, I would probably get with Brandon Francis on the side and, and clearly communicate that, hey, we can do both. There you yeah. And he didn't comprehend what you were telling him. That's right. Yeah. But, but no, I don't, I don't that's regret. Funny. All right, we're not, don't have a this lot of This is not on left. Brandon Francis. It is not on him. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Wait, hold on, hold on. For the record, before we move on, last question. It's a yes or no question. Matt, did you attend the birthday party? <laughs> yes. For Shanae. Yes, you did. Because team dinner was canceled. <laughs> canceled. Okay. But you wouldn't have gone if team dinner would. You'd... No, I told her. I said, I can't make it. Because yeah. of team dinner. Yeah. yeah Priority. I love my team and my teammates. Yeah. Yeah. They're more important than you, Shanae. Exactly. Shanae knows that. that. No, she she helps me with my Matt. camp every year. <laughs> Oh, she does. Yeah, she's I'm awesome. Choose between the two. I'm going with Matt on this one. And me too. Thank you. Thank Team, you both. Andrew, you should have kept your mouth shut. Everybody should have just got... sat there. <laughs> I'll tell the truthful version someday. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Tell us about your camp. Yeah. How do people sign up for it? Yeah. So sign up on my website, mattmooney.net. That's um, easy. August 7th through 9th for third to eighth grade. We'll have two different sessions, third to fifth, sixth to eighth, co-ed. Um, this year we're doing an elite camp that's invite only. We've sent some invites out to some of the top players in the area. And, uh, yeah, sign up on my website. Apply for scholarships as well. Um, you got sponsors? Sponsor yeah. Yeah, we got some sponsors. We got one one uh, big-time sponsor this year, Red Raider Pump and Supply. They've been they've been very gracious, very generous to me. So, that's um, nice. And then every year I get other sponsors. and um, Madewell Real Estate, Bray Real Estate, a couple of real estate groups that have helped out a bunch. All right, we're yeah. going to have some parents out there that felt like their kids should have been invited to the elite camp. Who should they call? <laughs> they can email me. Um, <laughs> call, call Coach Beard. <laughs> Give his number. So, so I've been working with some guys here in Lubbock who uh, who know the area. <laughs> yeah. So they've been helping me put together a list of guys who are kind of the best players in Lubbock and West Texas. 
and uh, I know the area. I do. Yeah, games well, then all you the can time. be on our committee. You can. That's be on why our I committee. want another committee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, never mind. I don't really. But know don't give their names because that's who the parents will call of the kids that didn't get invited to the elite yeah. camp. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't call <laughs> it. Don't call any names. They don't need to know. My who's kid's blame. a whole lot better than that kid. Well, this right. is great, and this is going to be at LCU at the recreation center. It's really cool. Four courts. Yeah, Amy Chereau there helps me out. Um, Helps me put my camp on there. She's great. There's four courts, great facility. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, Andrew, where do we get tickets to the uh, – Yeah, online. We have a link on our Twitter and Instagram page. It takes you right to the ticket link. Um, Or you can just Google search TBT Air Raiders tickets. It'll take you right to it. Yeah. This is going to be fun. This is going – next week, we want Tariq and Davide. Yeah, we'll bring them on. Davide's English is, I mean, he's been in Italy the last year, oh, so it may oh, not be, be so may not be great. But Ask him about the birthday party next week. Uh, we yeah. will. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it. Yeah. All <laughs> right. I appreciate y'all taking your time to come this out here fun. this morning. This is fun. Thank y'all for y'all doing it. Y'all have a great practice. No, thank, thank you, you guys. Good luck next Wednesday. And good yeah, thank luck. Thank you guys. Thank you. Matt Mooney and Andrew Sorrells. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Medicare Solutions of West Texas. That's Lori Kasler, Tanya Blackburn, and uh, Billy's not old enough to get it yet. But. We're going to have Lori on soon, here in a couple of weeks. We are? Yeah. I think we're going to have a name change. Oh, good. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know if that's supposed to say there. You are having one or... No, and then uh, we're going to have Kent Hats on soon. I was going to say that That's when next Andrew week. was here, but I didn't say it when Andrew And Butch Anderson is going to be on next week. Butch Good. and Karen. Karen's coming with him, so that'll be fun. Butch Anderson. Oh, is she really? Yeah, she'll be on oh, with wow. him. Oh, wow. We can, get, we can talk to her about a coach's wife. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people don't know or does what's he, going on. Does he whistle? He'll whistle during the interview. I was saying bed, but I meant <laughs> no. you know, while you're going to bed, go to sleep, yeah, does uh-huh. he whistle? Or at no, dinner? Does he whistle I don't, at wouldn't dinner? wouldn't know. We'll have to ask Does him. He, whistle all the he time? won't appreciate that question, I can tell you. <laughs> well, I'll change it between yeah. now and next week. <laughs> but anyway, Medicare Solutions of West Texas, and I, I promise you don't know what's going on, no. but Lori does, and she no. can help you. And she is really, really good at this business. And you you got to have somebody. The government tries to make it hard for on purpose, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, it's just it's just like retirement plan. It, was, it used to be 69 and a half. Yeah. Crap. Why can't it be 70? Yeah. And then you got to start taking it 70 and a half. Just, you know. <laughs> What's the deal? Why 70 and a half? And, you know, now it's like 73 Seven, or something. 70.49. Yeah. That's about right. But they just uh, try to make things yeah, make it hard. so you have to pay people to help you. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, we appreciate our sponsors. Billy Breedlove's here. He is the vice chancellor for facilities planning and construction. Now, he is not the guy that's doing the south end zone. Right. Who is right. that? So that's a 501c3, it's Red Red Raider Foundation. It's chaired by Chris Huckabee, ex-chairman of the Board of Regents. So he and two other guys, um, I think uh, one of the Scovels is on there, and Alan Hassenflue. So they are the three men that manage and direct the 501c3. And then you've had Fewen on. Yeah. Fewen, he's on, he works for GuideOn, and so he's an owner's rep. So he's actually managing that. Okay. We're going to have him on again soon because... Actually, we're going to ask you. Ask me. And we might not have to have Fionn on. Well, we want to have Fionn on during the football season, but David's party was up there mm-hmm. on the west side, and we're looking down there, and we're thinking, this thing's never going to be finished. It will be. 
it's crowded in the what are we going to well, have for the football so, season well i think the expectations are, are what people are looking for what am i going to be looking at on the first football game right I'm, like i said i'm not a part of the project but i was speaking with you in last week and you know right now they're trying to get the field level concrete pours mm-hmm. so they can get the field rolled out right so they're working on that i'm watching that from a camera and that that'll be done and then you're seeing an elevated deck that they're starting to place and shore up and they'll start pouring that that's what's going to connect, you know, the south, I mean, the east and the west. Um, so I was asking okay. you, and I said, how, how's the, how are we going to travel between east and west on game one? And you'll actually go out, what he said, out on 6th Street, and you'll go around. So, you know, everybody's got to realize there's inconveniences, and in especially a project of that magnitude. But it's going to be flat. So basically, you're not going to go from east to west this you year unless go, you just have yeah, to. Unless, yeah, right. Probably because you're going you to walk go outside, outside the stadium. Of that. So yeah, you know they got to get some lights up. They got to get the field down, and they probably what seven weeks, six seven yeah. weeks. So yeah. All right. How about the north end? Could you walk around east yeah, to east to west? I don't think anything's there. changing right now on the north side. I haven't seen the schedule. There'll be work down there, but I don't think it's happening right now. Okay. It's going to be cool, though. Well, that's a fascinating project. Yeah. I can't wait to see it finished. I, you know, I can't wait for this year well, to get Well, the goal of us would be to live long enough to see it finished because it's going to be, what, next football season? <laughs> yeah, you'll be yeah. ready. I hope we can make it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be ready. You never know, but I hope yeah. you can. You got some great teams working on that, great architect. In fact, the architect did the Womble. He did the oh, baseball wow. field. He's doing the south end. He's made a fortune that. off of yeah, us. Yeah, great, great sports architect. But, you know, they did TD Ameritrade, Kentucky's oh. ballpark, uh, I think Mississippi State's ballpark. So, well-known, great sports guys. And then you got some really heavy hitters for construction, too. So, well, we'll get them there. Okay, you were 13 years managing agricultural processing facilities. Cottonseed processing plant. That's I lived in Mississippi for nine years doing that, and then some here in Lubbock for Pico Industries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pico, Gil Crane, and uh-huh. worked for them. Yeah, yeah, worked for them for a while, and then came back to Lubbock, stayed with them for a little bit, and then made a career change. And um, my background's construction engineering from tech. And so this job came up and just fit. And Michael Molina. How did you know you were a construction engineer? Did you did you know when you were a kid? Well, you know, my my father had a fire sprinkler business, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, and so I worked in his shop. I remember the name too. Yeah, Falcon Sprinkler. I worked in his shop growing up, and then he would actually send me. I I remember going to job sites at thirteen, and actually going out and helping and doing things. Then I then I kept working in the field, and then I actually worked for a construction company one summer, and just loved it. I love the people. I love, you know, you love construction people. Yeah. And I love that it's tangible. You can see your work and see your Mm -hmm. product. So it's a very cool field to be in. But like when you're a kid, Lincoln Logs or any of those little things, did you always you know with those probably some you know i'm the guy that stole you know my dad's wood and built forts and things like that but i'm <laughs> i'm a math science kind of guy and analytical thinker and so engineering just seemed to fit me okay that's good well, it, yeah it's, it's work well you're doing great and and you got lots of projects going on what's the biggest project you got is the not the 43 million it no, we've Midwestern. got we've got one. In, in fact, I was talking about taking President Skuvenek through a building, uh, academic science building, right in the middle of campus, right behind the quadrangle. You know where we mm-hmm. have the you know the December event, and so you can see it. It's it's a hundred twelve point five million dollar project, one hundred thirty thousand square feet that has five sciences in there, a lot of research, a lot of teaching labs, and so that's um, that project is very special to all mm. of us because it's academics. It's going, if you went back in a lot of the old labs that, that people took in biology and chemistry, some of those labs are really in poor shape. 
this is really stepping the game up. And this so, is not the biology building, though. It's the same location. It's, it's right over there by it. Yeah, yeah right that's by where it. I took my labs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so it's right in that area, and it's really going to transform um, arts and sciences. It's really going to transform student you know, involvement, engagement in the sciences. So it's really special. And, and when will that be finished? Um, May of next year. So, yeah, we're going to move over. Do y'all ever get to the end of a project and go, we forgot to run the electricity to the. <laughs> no, but we people forgot remind to, us of that. Yeah, people remind us. I told you all to do this, but no, it's, you know, when you look at a, a, a building of that magnitude where we had um, a basement dug, there's about 12, I think 1,200 truckloads of dirt came out of there. Uh, and you look at all the equipment that goes into a science building and labs and research, you're going to have some misses, but you think? we have fabulous partners that help us get there. So, so many details. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the largest project. We Which have way the door on. swings open? Very important. I'm telling you. Very important. Yeah. But it's uh, right now we're looking at uh, between six and $700 million worth of work going on in, in my department, <laughs> not counting what's going on at all the other institutions. Where's it come from, all that money? Well, you know, we were blessed in, in that um, two years ago in legislative session um, that they issued um, what they call CCAP, Capital Construction Assistance Programs. And this was part of the $15 billion that the federal government gave us after COVID and all. Well, $3.3 billion went to facilities in the state of Texas, so we got $299 million for the system. All right, how do you, how do you get in line for, how do you get your fair share of that? Well, you we have, have to yeah, we have government relation uh, teams that are in the hallways of, mm-hmm. of, of the Capitol all the time working on that. The institutions put up their needs and what they're wanting. And the great thing about this $299 million is it's for infrastructure and repair, so we're not adding a lot of footprint. But we're going back and working in things like the tunnels and going back in these old labs and, and spending that money wisely. We've got tunnels. Oh, you hear about tunnels out at Tech. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't know if that was a... That's true. About eight miles of tunnel under Texas Tech and about two miles under HSC in Lubbock. So about 10 eight. miles total. Of tunnels. Tunnels, yes. So that's Can where... you drive a tunnels. truck in them? They got those... Piers and those lights, little lights hanging up. <laughs> you don't have to like crawl through them. Some you? places you have to crawl. Oh, some places no. are wide enough that you can walk through. But yeah, so you, that's not right. Do you think about the? They've been there a long time, so some of them are a little. And bit their smaller. original purpose was the war. No, <laughs> you probably could go down there, but it's really what it does is we heat and cool our buildings through a central heating and cooling plant. So we produce steam. And we produce, produce chilled waters for cooling. Yeah. So all of that's running under the ground and coming back to the plant and being repurposed. Uh-huh. That's uh, really energy That's efficient. where the, tu- right. the tunnels are for. All right, I'm visualizing this thing. I could walk through the tunnel. Some of them. You all might right. crawl over some pipe here and there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Is, right. it, is go it well lit? Yeah. Or is it, is it? Some places. Is, or is it? Is there dirt floors? Yeah, one of those helmets no, that has a, a light okay. on it. Yeah, I can get you one of those. <laughs> okay. I'll take you down there if you want to. <laughs> no, we've heard you. I'm going to tour. I'd we have to go you. on the really, the really big tunnel. I'd probably go. rather tour baseball or something, or something outdoors. Have you seen the new baseball? Hey, tell us about baseball because you you're, you're in charge of baseball. Yeah, yeah. So that project, um, so it's two phases. And so we built the addition. You can see it. It's right across from the Cash Nutrition Center. And so we, what we did was, this actually has been talked about since 2017. And so with Kirby and Tadlock and, and, and his coaches, that we are trying to figure out what's the best. Well, we're going to build something on first baseline, third baseline. What are we going to do? And so we settled on the third baseline, and we kept the old batting cage and the old team facility, yeah. right? 
So we built around it. We built around the north side and the east side. It's $14.6 million that we added all the coaches' office because they were all, you know, they were all up around the stairs in the radio bench. So we have coaches' offices now. We have a a huge, um, I got pictures of it. I'll show you a great locker room that's really major league uh, style locker room. We've got a lounge area where the, the student athletes can get food and study and watch TV and have a gathering place. And then we have all the therapy there, too. You know, we have the cold plunge, hot plunge, like Matt was talking about earlier. All of that's in that facility there. And next, what we're doing right now is we're going into the old facility, gutted that old facility, and putting all new batting cages, pitching cages, a lot of IT and AV. They'll be able to film every swing and every pitch that those pitchers have. And Yeah, and send it to the film room. So it's it's beautifully branded. We spend uh, quite a bit of time. Uh, really just designing and installing branding so it's great for recruiting well, with lsu i think it was lsu it might have been wake forest they were talking about all the stuff they have for their pitchers and all mm-hmm. the different things like that and i guess we're getting yes. modernized you gotta have it it helps to recruit yeah. you know i you just look at the Rawls course what it's done for texas mm-hmm. tech golf it's been amazing yeah. and yeah. the practice wobble, was, what the, wobble what the wobble's doing but, how does know, this compare to the wobble uh, is is the baseball you're going to walk in there and say I can't believe we have this. Well, that's what I'm hearing from from people on the street is how um, appreciative they are of it. When you when you walk into this facility, into the lobby, and you've got, like I said, pictures of past players and, and yeah. folks in the major leagues, and you've got all the World Series teams up, and um, just all the donors are recognized in there. It is fabulous, and, and you really need to go. I'm not sure when they're going to have any kind of grand opening over there. Did you do the Wobble, too? Uh-huh. The yeah, Wobble's amazing. Wumble's All right, amazing. now our listeners out there that are big tech fans, they think that's fine for the players, but what about me? What, what about, about the, the fans? Fan? Baseball fans? Fan. When are we going to dial well, it up for the fans? You know, we have studied that um, many a time, and, and, and Kirby and Coach Tadlock wanted the money spent on the players. They needed something better, and I totally agreed with that. But we're, we've looked at, you know, extending suites. We've looked at other phases where we maybe take the – the metal stands out and put concrete in there. But there, that's a, the hard part with any kind of athletic venue is you basically have six, seven months to get your work done. Mm-hmm. By the time the season ends, by the yeah. time the players come in. So if you think about in baseball, June, you'd have maybe they quit playing in June, and then you have to start back in September. So you have three or four months there where they can have some downtime. So need a little money. You know, that that'd be a great um, – great fix on the stadium i'd love to have those deals like where you got picnic areas and people can sit out there and you yeah, know outfield yeah, yeah that's been discussed and but we don't have room because mm-hmm. there's a street back there yeah, we'd have to take that street out too, and the so, tracks yeah. over so we're, we're tight and um tadlock loves where the baseball field is located he loves the direction it faces the backdrops up there so you know hopefully someday we'll have some money we can go in and face some of that in all right scott kim our buddy down in houston says ask him what he thinks about tennessee spending 100 million dollars on upgrades to their baseball stadium what do you think about that billy that's a lot of money <laughs> that's <laughs> what i think i think it's a lot of money i could you know we could probably build a brand new stadium for 60-ish 50 60 something like if that you, if so. you could build a brand new stadium mm-hmm. Would you do it? Uh, let's say we've got the money to build a, the state-of-the-art stadium. I'd have done it before I did all this stuff to the yeah. locker room. Yeah, you know, it's it's where where would you put it? Is, well, we'd have to take that street out or something and move back and incorporate well, part of the Coliseum and the area. The street is going to move some. 
the drive of champions after the south end zone is completed, they're going to bump it out a little bit to where baseball gets a little bit more room over there. But, you know, that's Kirby and President Skuvenek's vision on yeah. where, if you had the money, where you would build that. But, yeah, I'd love to build a baseball stadium. That'd be fun. I think it'd be, oh, mm-hmm. it'd be a blast. And we could take the old Coliseum. Like Gary likes having that grass over there. We could leave a lot of that grass and, and make, incorporate that in. Just think if that was put all. the grass where the old yeah. field is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to have a little grass around there just to – Picnic. To gather, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. could be a part of it. It could be yeah. a part of it. It'd yeah. be nice to get some room between the baseball and the track. Well, and, and right now, what's getting ready to happen, since you're mentioning all that, is um, Texas Tech's getting ready to redo their master plan. And so that's um, going to be happening fairly soon. And so the president, Kirby, and we will all be involved in that. And who knows what they might Does do. Does Ted go to any meetings? Do what? Is the chancellor go to any meetings, or is he doesn't? Oh yeah, he's oh, lots oh, of he meetings. goes to meetings. He's very involved. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's. We've really got a great leadership team. I'm telling you, you know, we just hired a new president uh, at MSU, Stacy Haney. So she's came. She was, in fact, at LSU um, thirty plus years, but she's from that area. She's coming home to lead that university. But when you talk about the presidents and the provost and and you know. Our, our presidents are top of the line. Our board of regents right now is they are top mm-hmm. of the line board of regents. We have some great board of regents. Well, they there. have a lot of interest in athletics. Yeah. But and I like know, that. They do, but there's also a lot of, you know, academic interest too, where you got Ginger Carrick Davis, who is a physics major. She's vice chair, right? And so mm-hmm. she's all over the academic part of that. And then you got Shelly Sweat, who is now a regent from MSU, is an educator. So we do have a lot of those people being on the board, so it's very diverse. Education people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They love They've us. They've a really nice job. We mainly talk about education. I'm here to talk education. <laughs> I, I see you I see you buttered your bread there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, we build anything. You build yeah, I know. anything. Love well, all God's children. We love we love sports. I know you do. <laughs> we love I know you and, and this yes, what makes do. this what makes it go round. Well, y'all been in the Womble, too, right? <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That little porch that the coach can do, be the Pope, mm-hmm. that's a, unbelievable. <laughs> Throwing stuff out there. He was doing this but, to you. Uh, that means 30 <laughs> seconds. But I think one of the biggest things that impacted <laughs> athletics was the Sports Performance Center, too. You know, yeah. the indoor track, indoor football I want to, with Wes yeah. Kittles. All right, we get, we'll be back. Yeah. I, want, I want you to talk about Bill Jones just a little bit okay. when we come back. Because you're his brother in a whole segment on Bill Jones. <laughs> That'd be awesome, to. wouldn't it? No, Back with more sports talk with Ted for Nash. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. J&W Services and uh, Lenco Distributors. There's other names that we could give you because that conglomeration of companies that Brent Beck and Scott Blakely, they put together down there, they do several different things in the oil and gas business. So they can help you, no doubt. Because they can do just about anything you need them to do. But uh, wellhead pressure, all that kind of stuff, they are the team to have on your team. And they're Red Raiders. The, these, mm-hmm. these guys are Red Raiders. They'll help everybody. But uh, And if you like the show, they're one of the main reasons we're on down in uh, Midland, Odessa. Yeah, they are one of the main reasons. That's exactly right. And um, also, Red Raider Club, we mentioned Sabrina leaving. Mm-hmm. I hate, miss her. I hate to lose her, but boy, they've Without got a, a tremendous team, and you can up your level and uh, you know get more benefits. Plus, uh, they're they're just uh, raising money, helping support our support over four hundred student mm-hmm. athletes with scholarships uh, and academic resources. They do out there. So anyway, they they are one of the main arms of helping. 
Texas Tech Athletics. They are. Pretty darn important. All right, we've got the head of the Avalanche Journal Sports Department, Don Williams on. Don, I want to start off by saying I go in uh, every Saturday morning and visit with the Breakfast Club out at United, and uh, they always ask who's going to be on. I said Don Williams, and Dr. Bill Dean uh, said, I sure hope he stays. He said he's a vanishing breed. Yeah. Yeah, Coach, Dr. Dean's pretty upset with newspapers in general, but he loves you. Well, that's good to hear. I I just kept showing up, and uh, I just passed passed 35 years. Oh, my God. 35? Wow. Well, and speaking of numbers, you're driving right now to two years for your what reunion? Your... Uh, 40, 40 year high school class reunion. Forty year weekend up in Tulia. Yep. Okay. How we didn't know that? if it was the, your fortieth or fiftieth, but uh, but it's your. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not quite as old as you as, uh, <laughs> as you, you guys. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm at forty. Well, that's a good goal. Yeah. It's a good goal to live to be as long as David and I. <laughs> I, I hope so. Yep. <laughs> well, that's great. Why big was your class up at Tulia during those days? And Mikey Marshall was he in your class? <laughs> No, I'm I'm quite a bit older. I knew than you Mikey were. Yes, uh, we were we were right around a hundred or so. I don't remember oh, the wow. exact number, but right around a hundred up in uh, 1983. What's oh. happened to Tulia now that they moved the interstate over and it doesn't go through Tulia anymore? Has it hurt the city? Hurt the town? Well, you know the interstate is is so close. I mean, it goes by it, but it's yeah. not. Uh, it's not like. Uh, it doesn't go through it, but it's not, it's not far from the from the city. So I don't know that it's had a uh, I don't know that it's had a major detrimental impact. All right, were uh, the were they Tulliites or Tulians? Tulopians. What are you if you're from Tulians? You're what? I think it would be Tulians. All right, the Tulians were they happy or sad that the interstate went around? Boy, you're asking me questions that I, I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> I think I'd be sad. I would be, too, but, you know, you don't want all that traffic, you know, too. Pro- like I say, yeah, probably. It probably wasn't necessarily the uh, – maybe it wasn't necessarily the, the greatest thing, but it's not like uh, it's not like the city is far is far off the interstate. I mean – Yeah, you can see it uh, over there. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well – like I say, as far as I know, I mean, the population is still, I believe, about what it was when like, I was growing up. Okay. It goes through Abernathy and Hell Center, and then just skips yeah. Tulia. Yeah. yeah. Skips seem, happy. Skips happy. Doesn't seem fair. Well, but. Don, that's all we needed this morning. We pre- <laughs> appreciate you being on. Uh, no, no, you went you went down to the, the Big 12 coaches meetings, didn't you? Yep. Took good notes, I'm assuming. You Give yeah. us, give us a little. Days at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Yeah, give us a little. What you came away from, uh, from, uh, from those meetings. What, what stood out on it? Well, you know, Joey McGuire was one of the stars of the show. I mean, a lot of the, uh, I think, you know, pretty natural that one that maybe the biggest storyline was uh, this is the last uh, last go round for Texas and Oklahoma in the Big Twelve their last season before they go to the SEC this time next year. Well, do you have any thoughts on that before we go on? uh, Obviously not a good thing for the Big 12 and not a good thing for Texas Tech. Um, I know a lot of folks have said, you know, good riddance to those schools, but, you know, your your attendance shows that – 
you know, all the way back to when Tech is first in the Southwest Conference in the early 1960s. Every other year, the highest attended game, with few exceptions, was uh, the Texas game one year and the Texas A&M game the next year. Um, and so uh, even though uh, even even though folks don't like Texas, uh, and they didn't like Texas A&M. I mean, that, those are the two schools that really stirred, stir the passions around here for the majority of your fans. Like I say, attendance figures bear that out clearly. And so um, when, when you lose Texas and OU and replace them with teams from the group of five, that's a net negative. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with that said, though, now obviously there's a big opportunity for somebody to kind of seize the – Sees the power in the Big Twelve, and, and and it should make it interesting because there's a lot of programs that are relatively uh, on a competitive basis, you know, close to equal. When you're talking about Tech, Oklahoma State, TCU with what they did last year, Baylor, uh, BYU obviously has a long football tradition. Uh, Iowa State's been good under Matt Campbell, um, you know. The group of fives, obviously, they chose them for a reason. They chose uh, UCF and Cincinnati and schools like that for a reason, and that's because uh, those programs have had a lot of success uh, in the last few years. So I guess what, what I'm getting at is there's there's not a clear-cut uh, school to kind of rule the Big 12 post-Texas and Oklahoma, so it should make for a lot of should make for a whole lot of competitive games uh, this season and in the next few seasons to come, I think. And like I said, Joey McGuire, with with the way Texas Tech finished last season, with the way Joey's been recruiting and with his kind of rare personality, um, he he has Tech positioned well uh, as you start this new era of the Big 12. And Joey was Joey this week, obviously, and and people really gravitated to him, and um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way: I mean, people saw, uh, you know, you can watch on TV the press conference when all the coaches are on stage, and then after um, after uh, the coaches exit the stage to the right, and then over there about uh, thirty, forty feet away from the stage, then the rider, a bunch of riders, all kind of convene around the coaches as they leave the stage for another little 10 minute press conference. And there are so many questions. I mean, there are so many people, uh, around Joey, uh, the other day that I, I was standing right in front of him and I literally could not get in a single question <laughs> because every time he ended one answer, it's like five people, uh, five people tried to ask a question. That is, uh, he just, yeah. he just, he's a magnet. He really is. Did, uh, and we're so proud that he's our magnet. How about Brett Yormark? I haven't gotten to see him yet, or I mean, I haven't. We haven't had him on the show, but uh, he, he, everybody seems to really be fired up about this Big Twelve commissioner that he's he got the he knows what to do. Well, he's certainly full of ideas. Will they all work? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That remains to be seen. He's an he is, idea man. He is absolutely an idea man, yeah. and he. Um, uh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, he's a guy who thinks outside the box in a way that uh, I don't know that any of the other commissioners or really any of the other Power Five commissioners um, have or do. I mean, you look at all the things that he's doing. I, mean, I think it's this coming week that 
11 of the Big 12 basketball coaches are going up to New York to Rucker Park, the playground, um, to do a basketball clinic. You touched on, you know, the initiative that they have with Big 12 Mexico, Mm -hmm. wanting to to play games down there. Um, You know, they have... Well, hey, what's your thoughts on that? South of the border, taking uh, the Big 12 and doing stuff south of the border. Do you have a thought on that? Well, you know... I, I'm I'm kind of a traditionalist. Uh, it's I, I'm not really a big a big fan of it. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure uh, what they and I probably wouldn't have be a big fan of uh, going to Rucker Park in New York to do a basketball clinic because to me I think well that's not Big Twelve country. But obviously, Brett Yormark's idea is uh, you, you you get fans wherever you can find them. Um, and even if it's not in your traditional markets, uh, then, you know, he sees it as, uh, particularly when you're talking about Mexico, as a potential to open up, uh, you know, get, get, get more attention for your, for your conference and for your programs down there. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It gets people to talking. You know, we're, we are talking about it today. The Big 12 is going to Mexico to, you know, it just gets everybody interested in what's going on in the Big 12 Conference. And I was reading a deal here that said, you know, everybody's wondering about what's going to happen and it's dire straits in the Big 12. And he he said, you won't see that with him around. He's like, everything's positive and going great with the Big 12. And I think that's kind of the feeling right now, Don. Do you do you sense that? Well, for, from the standpoint of, like I say, thinking outside of the box and trying a bunch of new stuff, yeah, that's positive from the standpoint of having competitive football games, uh, which, like I say, I, th- I think there will be a lot of competitive mm-hmm, I do, too. Because I, think, because I think most of your schools are on a relatively uh, even footing, even platform. Yeah, yeah that's a positive. Uh, but I think... Uh, you know, it's not good for any schools who are in the Big Ten. Who are not, if you're not in the Big Ten and you're not in the SEC, uh, you know, the eyeballs and the attention of college football, college football media, college football fans, and you know, the college football kind of power structure is really kind of uh, increasingly centered around those two conferences. I mean. For how many? For how long now? If we talked about the Power Five, you know, thirty years or so, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And and now you know, right away, you're kind of immediately seeing the term Power Two. Mm-hmm. It's like the SEC. It's like the SEC and the Big Ten and everybody else. Well, um, I think what TCU did last year in the first round of the playoffs did a lot, would have helped a long way had they not gone and got the crud beat out of them the next week. Because not that we're going to beat Georgia. But if T, I'm talking about the Big Twelve. At least but if, play. But if TCU had played them a you know a two touchdown game or a ten point game, beat Michigan the week before, now all of a sudden, okay, the big the Big Twelve yeah. can play with these things. But when you just go and get destroyed, that really that was one step forward, two steps back. I think. Yeah, although you know it's real tension getting. I think with what, with the way they with what they did against Michigan. Yeah, I was. It really I wasn't was. Sure that they would. I wasn't sure what they would do. In that setting, against uh, you know, against a, a big brand program, I and mean, obviously they they not only held their own, they won the game. Um, well, I don't think we can overtake the SEC, but I think we can play on an even footing with the Big Ten. But I don't. We can't do it financially yet. We got to figure out a way to do it financially, and I guess that's what your mark your marks trying to do. Yeah, um, and well, I think the thing is. Big Twelve, Big Twelve schools are going to be making about the same amount of money as they've become accustomed to making. 
what what you have is the SEC and the Big Ten that were making are continuing to make more money. So the question is um, how much. I mean, if you're if you're a school like Texas Tech, I mean, your budget this your budget last year was 102 million dollars. I think this year it's over 110 million dollars. Uh, for Texas Tech, is that the is that enough to do what you need to do, and want to do to be competitive at the uh, at the level you're kind of accustomed to, and I, and I think it probably is. Um, so uh, it, it'll like I say it'll be it'll be interesting to see. All right, the the Breakfast Club asked me also this morning to ask you. Well, actually, they asked me like I would know, and I don't. Uh, <laughs> you'd think they'd quit asking me things, but. <laughs> Uh, the payout in the Big 12 this year to the different schools. We got four newbies coming in, got two oldbies leaving. Is How's the pie divided this year? Do you know? Uh, you know, I, I believe it is. I think the new members are, will get reduced amounts for a period of time. They don't come in getting full shares, I believe, is the uh, is the plan. I don't know. I can't remember. I've probably seen it and forgotten. I don't remember the exact amount or amounts those four agreed to. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, if you're if you're in particular U of H and um, Cincinnati and UCF, you're getting substan. You were getting substantially less than the schools in the Big Twelve are getting. So, any any so uh, any kind of raise. Yeah, I, mean, I think they're making like single digit millions in the AAC contract versus Big Twelve schools were getting forty million. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if they get uh, ten, twelve, something like that, and I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't remember, like I say, exactly what it was. I mean, they're still getting a raise, so they're still happy with it. Um, but I think it's uh, it'll be a while before they get uh, before they get. Uh, uh, the full, full deal, amount. full cut. Yeah. I was going to yeah. ask you, we talked about Texas and Oklahoma. I was, you know, your mark being politically correct a little bit. He's, he's talking about, you know, they haven't been in the championship game the last couple of years. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love Texas and Oklahoma, he says. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I said before, I've got great relationships with them. But our schools are doing an incredible job in recruitment. Look at TCU's run last year. All right, that's the head guy. The deputy commissioner in the Big 12, Tim Weiser, he says he says about the Exidine duo that uh, it was their decision to leave. More than about filling in with a group of schools, they would rather get beat by Alabama than Kansas State or Florida <laughs> than Iowa State. Did you sense some of that kind of stuff going on? How was it for Texas and Oklahoma to be there? You may have. Hey, Don, hey Don real quick, because we only have a minute left. Are you yeah. are you Tatulia yet? No, no. <laughs> No, I, I can stay through the stay through a break if you. Okay, need. that's what I was. That's why I was going to. I want to hear what, what yeah. it was like. Yeah, the environment and all that. We want to hear that when we come back. But I didn't want you to do it in forty five seconds. So you, you couldn't do it. <laughs> so if you could uh, <laughs> sit through the break and uh, are you on the road right now? Uh, I'm actually not. I pulled over. So. Oh. You, well, you, yeah. Okay. My, my my reunion's going on all day, all day and into the evening. So if I'm a little late, <laughs> well, are you like the highlight? Are you like the most most you famous fa- most famous guy out of Tulia <laughs> that class? Well, you know, you still got still got Marsha Sharp was from Tulia. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the Otwell twins who used to sing on the Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> there you go. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T ninety seven three. 
Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.